You are listening to Aldrin Simpia on SAFM, weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Well, we revisit this conversation that we we're supposed to have yesterday, a new study by the Helensky-based non-profit organization, the Center for Research on Energy and Clean Air, has revealed that delaying the decommissioning of South Africa's coal-fired power plants beyond 2030 would cause a projected 15,300 excess air pollution-related deaths between 2023 and 2050. So what can be done to avert the situation and where are we going wrong as a nation in relation to air pollution? We now are joined by Dr. Jamie Kelly, who is an air quality analyst at the Center for Research on Energy and Clean Air. Dr. Kelly, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Thank you for the invitation. Speak to us about what the report is highlighting here and also the decision that was taken by ESCOM firstly to decommission some of his coal power fire plants and then later on the decision that was taken by Cabinet to actually delay that decommissioning. Yeah, so we were interested in this topic because air pollution has a really severe impact on communities in South Africa, both their human health and also the economy. And so when we saw that ESCOM were thinking about delaying their plans to decommission the coal-fired power plants, we did some research to quantify what this might, uh, the impact this might have on humans and society. And so, yeah, in the report, we find that if ESCOM were to go ahead and actually delay their impacts, we actually find that the deaths could actually increase to up to 15,000 or even 32,000, depending on the exact pathway that they take. I just quickly want to play a clip from our Minister of um, our Minister of Environmental Affairs that we, we spoke to yesterday, actually, with regards to the point that is being raised in the report when it comes to the decommissioning of these coal-powered stations, but then also now the delay um, around the decommissioning that has been sanctioned, of course, by, by um, Cabinet. Just take a listen to what the Minister had to say, and I'd love to hear your response as well. The bill doesn't prescribe who must close down what power stations. What the bill will do is it will assign carbon budgets. So ESCOM will be assigned a carbon budget and they will need to manage their emissions so that they are within that carbon budget. Now, you spoke about the fact that as a result of our energy crisis, Mm -hmm. we've had to put a halt on the current decommissioning of the very old power stations that ESCOM had predicted would um, start to be closed uh, even at the present time. And you would understand that what we are trying to do on the one hand is to meet our nationally determined contribution and to to meet the targets we've set in that by 2030. But on the other hand, we want to make sure for the sake of our economy and for jobs and livelihoods that uh, we have enough energy to to keep the economy running. So I think that um, what needs to happen is that more and different sources of energy need to come on the grid. We know that there's a project pipeline of about 10,000 gigs of um, renewable power that, that, is, that is in the pipeline. We know that the Minister of Energy is redetermining the integrated resource plan that will give us a greater mix of energy. And all of those mechanisms need to, to be working together to ensure that we, we achieve reductions in our emissions by 2030. 
Okay, Dr. Kelly, I'd love to hear your response to that because now for the first time in South Africa, we have a climate a climate change bill that is before Parliament currently. It has been passed by the National Assembly, but it doesn't deal with the question around the decommissioning of cold fire power stations. And the point that you are raising in your report as well is the decision that was taken by ESCOM and then later on reversing on the same decision. Yeah, so firstly, in response to the minister's statement yesterday, he mentioned that the carbon budget and many other aspects, which are all extremely important, but what we, what she didn't mention is that these coal-fired power plants lead to air pollution and it's actually affecting people. So we're not just talking about a budget of carbon, we're actually talking about the citizens of South Africa and their health. And this component is really missing from her statement. Also, the aspects of there being potentially an uh, energy crisis and the uh, importance of the economy and jobs and livelihoods. Yes, these are all important factors to consider, but they are not a reason not to decommission coal-fired power plants. We can actually replace them with renewable energy whilst also targeting and solving these other crises. And I see that your report also says that air pollution is the second leading cause of premature mortality, exceeding only exceeded only by um, only by eight. Um, how did you come to that particular conclusion? Um, and considering also how prevalent AIDS is in the country. Yes. So for that particular statement, we didn't quantify that ourselves, but we're actually quoting other studies that have done this. So. The impacts of air pollution on human health have been established through decades and decades of scientific research. And so there are global organizations that each year they calculate how air pollution affects human health and they have these well um, reviewed databases. And so for Africa, it's well known that air pollution leads to uh, over a million deaths each year and actually this is just deaths as well. It also leads to other health impacts that don't lead to deaths, but are also extremely, extremely tragic. Um, for example, in our study, we found that these delays in the decommissioning could lead to up to 100,000 asthma emergency room visits, over 15,000 cases of asthma in children, and tens of thousands of preterm births. And they're all important considerations when thinking about the impacts of air pollution on human health. Thank you so much for your time. That is Dr. Jamie Kelly, who is an air quality analyst at the Center for Research on Energy and Clean Air.